I like the view. You do? Yes. You're my best view. Nee. I mean You're it. You're so sweet. You've grown with it. Hey, Mo. So stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. I have a girlfriend, and it happens to be my second cousin. I was her kuya going up back then, but I did not. You know, I didn't Ooh, is that a baby? There was this this gay guy that caught me jacking off inside a bathroom and he was like, do you want me to help you out? I know I'm 100% straight, but I, I actually said yes to him. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll go to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down under to Sydney, Australia. Australia Germany. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austin. in New York City. You are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. <laughs> Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my thanks God. For being here. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Hi, thanks for being here. everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Netflix and Tira. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga at Good Times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. When I hand you to take part, I hand to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host... (laughs) DJ Mo Twister. Welcome to the podcast. It is a Tuesday night, the 9th of June, 2020. And you're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 52, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. The phone number is plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one, six, six, zero, zero. You can get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. The Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. And I want you guys to send me a message. We're talking about your love, life, sex. Any interesting topic you want to throw out at me on this Tuesday as we kick off another new episode for this week. I hope you guys are having a good week. And I'm interested in seeing what this episode can bring to us tonight. Uh, are we I don't think we're doing I don't think we're doing any relationship calls here uh, on this episode 52. Uh, when I look at the lineup here, we're Yeah, there's no real hey, I've got a relationship question. And this might be the first time in the history of this fucking podcast that we've never had a question regarding somebody's love life. In fact, is there any even sex in this one today? I don't think so. No, there are no sex questions as well. Interesting. That could be a good thing. That could be maybe a bad thing if that's what you're here for. But I think it's different. And we should always embrace different. So 
Yeah, let's get to this. We've got uh, QC. We'll go to Europe, and then we'll go back to Manila for our final two calls. We've got two girls, two guys, and a nice little balance there. And let's kick it off here with caller number one. Next call. Let's talk to Rohan's 36. Rohan is... Rohan. Sorry, I said Rohan. I like my name. Rohan is uh, in QC, and she's on the show. Hey, hey, Rohan. Welcome to the program. Hello, DJ Mo. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you got that low voice. That's a that's a <laughs> that's danger. It's danger. Are you in a relationship? Why? Well, I I, no. I, let me, I I might need to repeat <laughs> what I am what I've been saying for ten years here on the podcast. And this might not be fair, but I think there's some science behind it. So it might be true. I think it's true. I think girls who have low voices are hornier than say other people guys and girls included (laughs) and the reason why is because they have a high testosterone level the high testosterone level is related to the low voice and if you know anything about testosterone level because like you're a dude uh you would know that dudes are fucking horny as hell and i've noticed whether through girlfriends and just callers and just people in general that i have interacted with females who have a lower voice and a higher testosterone level because you know lower voice due to the high testosterone level they are pretty horny so uh it's 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 almost 100% like i don't think we've ever met a girl on the show who's like hi yeah hey this is roan and then i go are you like kind of super sexual and, and they're like no i hate sex i've never heard that before so okay. this is highly debatable i don't have a you can, i don't have a boyfriend for like I, a I, long I, that's time. not my question my question isn't do you have a boyfriend that's not the question um and you can debate it but you're gonna lose Rowan. so i have a question i have a question for you when mm-hmm. when you are in a relationship, see, see it's, it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. Whether you find yourself to be very sexual, it could be when you're single. It could be if you have a moral code where you're going to do it exclusively when you're in a relationship. But let's say that sounds like you. When you are in a relationship, mm-hmm. are you very sexual? Mm-hmm. Damn. I only have debate, three relationships. Debate lost. Right, I'm not asking no, you how many boyfriends you have. That. I'm not asking you how um, many boy. You could have fifty. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not the question. Okay, this is my answer. Um, as much as possible, I try to stick to my Catholic values. <laughs> so, <laughs> as there. much as possible. It's true. It's uh, what true. the fuck does that I mean? Believe that okay. Well, no. What does that mean? That's, <laughs> That's cool. Well, okay. All right. Not, Wait a I'm minute. No so, so, are you saying okay? In what does that mean, though? What does that mean to me? Oh, what does that mean is that... When you say, I try, I'm not a saint. What does that mean? Okay, which means, I guess, the better answer or the more, the clearer answer is that, well, yes, I have done it, but I'm trying to practice my second virginity. Okay, so Mike, that has nothing to do with it. Okay. Hey, Nicole. Ryan, what I'm saying is... (laughs) True. No, I'm not saying how many boyfriends you have, what you're practicing, or anything. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. urge. The urge. The testosterone level ah. in your body. Okay, the testosterone level in your body that produces the low voice also produces a high sex drive. Whether you engage in it or not, whether you have 10 boyfriends, 4,000, or zero, the sexual drive 
is strong in you. Okay, I get it. Yes. Well, that I have to agree with. What I do okay. with it is very, it's something that is, of course, you know, manageable and right. governed by religious beliefs. Right. But is there frustration sometimes due to the inability to get what you want because of whether it be religious beliefs or you don't have a boyfriend? Is it frustrating because the drive is high? Because with us guys, it's frustrating. It's been frustrating since we were like 15 when it started. Um, <laughs> do you ever combine it? I don't feel the frustration. There's so many things that you can channel the energy to. Oh, we don't have that. Like, like you know, arts or intellectual debates, whether it's on the phone like this or Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, that's or well, that's the difference my between... My own blog. Yeah, that's the, that's the difference between <laughs> you guys and, and you girls and us guys. We, we don't have a channel of for it, you know, like that that aggression, that energy. We don't have anything to channel it. In fact, the more we channel it into something, just the grower, the more it grows. I mean, like... You see basketball players, right? They've got high testosterone levels. Mm. They're super competitive, high testosterone levels. They're out there. They're playing at a high level. But guess what? They're also womanizing at a high level because they're so fucking horny. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm highly competitive, too, and I engage in sports and yeah, yeah, master's well, competitions. Te- te- testosterone so, yeah. level, you see. <laughs> um, Ryan, why, why are you here? What's up? What do you want to talk about? thinking you know like in this pandemic and all the political issues happening in the world you know regardless of where you are actually right on your side of the world or my side of the world i was wondering if love will actually grow between two people of opposing political views you know like in manila or in the philippines right there's this group that's cds and then anybody who is outside of what they're thinking is correct or right, right they call right. Dilawans. So the Dilawans would call those who support the current regime TDS and they actually loathe each other. Parang when they, when you read, I mean, like if I go to my Twitter timeline, for example, so much debate is happening, um, lots of, you know, words or lots of uh, personal ad hominem smuggling on. So yeah, I was just yeah. thinking if, let's say, two attractive people, maybe Makita Hayor, you saw the picture, and there's this uh, testosterone at work, I guess. Yeah. So, Nalaman mo but then, this. Oh, oh, oh. Like, hindi mo na dilawan, but, um, you know, there are things that I don't agree with. And the current government, whatever they're, you know, some of the things, if not most, maybe, that they're doing. So what if? Nisip ko lang paano pag super wow, like, personality-wise, or maybe kung online man, you know, you're like, how it looks like, tapos, boom. So, so this, the, yeah, this is an interesting question because, um, I mean, we've all we've all had this conversation on whether should you unfollow the DDS on your Facebook page, uh, I mean, on your Facebook friends list. Should you unfollow this person for supporting this cause? Uh, your question, though, can they date them? Can you date them? I I think mm. more and more through the as we get to where we are now in the world politically, right? More and more, it's becoming unlikely that you can date them. Um, I think in the past, yes, absolutely. But I think the political figures who are in power right now are so polarizing that it makes a it makes a relationship between one person whose fandom for say Duterte versus someone's fan, whose hatred for him 
it, that just that will not work in a relationship because of who the president is. That's that that's true for I think here in the U.S. as well. Because Trump is so polarizing and so hated and so loved by the fan base, the fan base is, that mm-hmm. a relationship between the two I don't think is likely. It's not impossible. It's just not likely. And it's more unlikely than ever before that I've seen. Um, maybe, maybe during Hitler's time. May, maybe, well, I'll answer that in a sec. Maybe during Hitler's uh-huh. time, another polarizing figure wherein truly genuinely evil to the core of a human being and yet those who like that shit could never be in agreement with those who didn't like it and 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 Duterte to me is Hitler just like Trump is polarizing mm. tyrants mm. who abuse power and is really in it for their own empire and that means I can't date <laughs> you I can't date you and traditionally because you brought up religion a little while ago uh Roland I think Traditionally, the toughest challenge was dating between religions. Um, that, I think, is second place now to political beliefs. I think it was flipped over before. If religion, the interreligion dating was very, very difficult. Um, but now I think it, that's a walk in the park compared to inter, like a politi- differences in political views. It's so difficult. Yeah. It's so difficult. Huh. Um, so maybe it's hard to really see the other person when he's on the south. He's at the south pole, the It's a north pole, kind you really can't see eye to eye. For now, and that's because of the people in power. Like, could you imagine yourself not dating somebody? For example, I can't date. I can't date the DDS, right? And neither can I date a Dilawan. Like, I can't date either of those two people. I can't. I can't support a person who's. Loyalty is to a faction and not to, say, the rule of law or moral code or, you know, I, I don't care what political party you're from. I don't care what last name you carry, whether it's Aquino or whether it's Cayetano or whatever the fuck. I care if you're a good human being. That's all. Period. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Where you're from, what you like, good human being. And what's good about politics well, hopefully for the Philippines. What's good about politics is they have a, they have a, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot the word. Um, well, you know how many years you are in power? Uh, they have a term, right? And it's not infinite. That's what political views, that what, that's what gets them to win over the religious aspect. The religious, there's no like, duration or term it's forever if you believe and subscribe to that you believe and subscribe to it forever if you're a Duterte fan you hope that in the next three years that piece of shit is either out or had a heart attack and it's (laughs) over right fine thank god it's over unless of course Sarah or some other fucking bato or some bullshit wins the presidency we should be eradicated of him and all of his tyranny forever okay until the next piece of shit comes by but we can yep. have someone great come by next, and then all of a sudden, p- polarizing political views are not that big of a deal. Hope so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But for now, I mean, the question is: for now, can I date a DDS? The answer is ninety-nine percent zero. Like absolutely not. The reason why it's ninety-nine percent is because maybe there's that one percent, that one, I don't know, uh, fucking Liza Soberano lookalike. Nah. <laughs> 
na sobrang hardcore DDS pero sa sobrang ganda sige papayag na ako I mean I think we all have that I mean if I were single right of course obviously I, know, DJ Mo, I was thinking about that yeah kasi would I parang ako I was thinking I find the brain sexy I mean come on you might probably I'm probably everybody will listen to this parang oh come on talaga ba parang pag super guapo and all pero sometimes you just get tired of looking at him and when all the activity yung pa cute or sex maybe is done parang what's left is what you talk about and for me parang if we can't talk about something that's stimulating or that we don't I mean, masaya naman if you don't, sorry, boring naman if you always agree on something. But if it's really something that's so fundamental to me, parang, uh, no, I that's would a, but, but Ron, that's because you're a girl. Person. That's because you're a girl. And <clears throat> for men, it's different. Oh, yeah. Look at the politicians. All the politicians have starlet girlfriends. They, those starlet girlfriends don't know shit about law. They don't know shit about bills. They don't know shit about, they probably can't even tell you what political system we have. Zero, right? They don't care. Those guys don't care. <laughs> don't give a shit. Okay. This is probably why I don't have a boyfriend. No, this is you're a girl and we're guys. And guys don't <laughs> care. The guys don't care how stupid you are, just as long as you're hot, we're fine. Not all guys, of course. I'm making a general I'm making a general blanket statement. Obviously there are exceptions to the rules. Obviously there are guys out there that are gonna be like, Okay, I cannot date you because you're DDS. But I'm telling you, by and large, most guys probably don't care. Now you girls care because you guys are very you guys are much you guys are about quality the quality of the relationship the quality of the conversation the oh, quality yeah. of the chemistry True. the quality of the communication us guys will date you you don't even have to speak like you don't have to you don't have to know the language you don't have to be able to communicate you could be stupid as rocks we don't care <laughs> Guess because guys are more visual than women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got what we were talking about earlier, testosterone that dictates uh, a great majority of what we do on the day-to-day. Now, do you understand how hard, how difficult it is to be a guy? And do you understand why there should not be more guys in power? There should be more females in charge? Because we so often on a day-to-day think with our dicks that it's... And that testosterone, like like the president's testosterone level probably are rocket high. Now, he's an old man, but I can assume that during his prime, oh, my God, what a monster, what a beast. And and you know what? He has admitted it by saying he's molested his yaya. He has oh my God, you know, yeah. done stuff like that. He's it's very disgusting, very rapey with his jokes. Um, so you can tell that he had an overabundance of it and he had zero morals to go with it. Because even the even the best guys, even the good guys, have pretty high testosterone level. But it's their goodness that makes them not become what we have in power. You see, if you <laughs> let a- if you let the testosterone take over your life without you having any kind of decency, you get President Duterte. That's what you get. Which is sadly the reality that we have now. And you raise a very interesting point about having more women leaders. Cause I do their own, so that's you know what I do. And a lot a lot of the companies are, you know, putting efforts into diversity hiring, meaning getting more women in the board or in the panel sorry, in the shortlist of candidates that we present, Sana in the government 
Right, but you have to deserve it, okay? And and this is why, because there are levels of feminism that piss me off, Rowan. I, I, in fact, I hate the hardcore feminists. They drive me fucking up the wall. Um, and that's be well, uh, and that's a completely different topic altogether. I am mm-hmm. very yeah. much pro elevating a female uh, to the highest levels. Now we've had multiple female presidents, so. Uh, Historically, the Filipinos are, or the Philippines have been pretty, I would say, supportive of uh, a strong female leader. We've seen it in our own homes when our fathers are out, the OFWs or whatever the fuck, out doing those things. We've had strong female leaders in the household. But if you're talking about getting women on the board and all of that stuff, I am saying they have to earn it. And what does that mean? That if there are, if there are two candidates and one is more qualified and he's a male, and one is less qualified, but she's a female, I would be against the female getting the job if she were less qualified. I am massively against if a female is qualified and a guy is less qualified and the job goes to the guy, I would be 10 times more pissed off that that happened. So I am very pro uh, female leadership, as I said. I think we would be a better off country. I think we'd be better off world if there were more females in power, having said that, they do have to be the best possible candidate. I will take best possible candidate over diversity in this case. Four important jobs. Good point. But going back to love, I guess it will be harder to find love now because, well, society is so polarized. I reckon. Uh, no, I think I think you could find love pretty easily. Um, I... I've always said this on the show that finding a, a good career is harder than finding a good love life. Um, I oh think God. Yes. it's so different the one for me. To me, for me, it's the other right. Right. And when I say that statement, I'm saying it generally. Obviously, it's logically flawed mm-hmm. to say that one thing is easier than the other. I have no data to back that up. I'm saying how I feel. In my opinion, I think mm-hmm. it's easier to find uh, a, a love life than it is a career. Hence, I want you to concentrate more on your career than your love life because it's harder to be successful there it's easier with love um you and many others listening to the show can say no i disagree for me i've been able to work and find a good job but i can never find a good partner i'm like yeah okay but i'm saying the majority of the time i think it's harder to get a career i think it's more competitive i think jobs are fewer I think there are more people graduating every year than they are retiring. Hence, there are less positions available, and because of that, the numbers don't the numbers don't support the well. It's easier to have a career than a love life. There are more people graduating and looking for jobs than there are leaving their jobs. People are working older now than ever before. More women, as we talked about, are working now, and that's a good thing. But that also makes the competition to find a good job even more difficult so so true now that you mention it yeah you know perspective changing i have to say yeah yeah so but, but these are all my views again i could i'm open to be totally wrong about it and it's just again an opinion thing and um that's just yeah again that's just how i feel i'm sure somebody's listening good. i'm sure there's a guy or a girl listening right now who is married to a dds and is super happy who uh thinks <laughs> Finding that relationship was way more difficult than establishing their successful career and who is a guy that doesn't really like sex that much. I bet you there's a guy listening to the show just like that. But 
True, well, as they say, horses for yeah. horses. Right. But he would be in the minority. So, anyway, Ryan, uh, thanks for the call. You said you have a vlog or whatever. I just, I mean, if you say that, I might as well ask you to plug it just so people can give it a look. What, what do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, I just started it. Well, I'm just, I just uploaded it in my IG. My IG is Blessed Gal. I'm actually advocating for healthy choices, healthy love, healthy, no, healthy body, basically. Sorry, working healthy, out, oh, okay, eating good out. food. Yeah. Yes. Hold on, let me see this. Blessed, is it Blessed Gal? Um, yep, what is it's it? is Blessed it, Gal. Yeah, is it like underscore or anything like that? No, no in my IG, it's just Blessed Gal. You're yeah, lawyer? that's me. Are you a lawyer? N- not yet. Oh, you're in law school? Oh, okay, <laughs> Not cool. yet. Good. Wow. Hey, good for you. Uh, dancer? Wow. Yeah. Voice over I also time. dance. I have another, yeah, I have another IG, but I haven't updated because I am actually... I love to travel. I used to, you know, document all my travels. It's called Morena La Quachera, which I am trying to update in this pandemic. You know, I would, I would tell you, just put it all in the same one, man. I, I think trying to build a fan base for two separate accounts is so difficult. I know fan base is a strong word. I mean, just to build a following. How about that? Um, for two accounts yeah. is so difficult. I mean, if you're if you're on one account talking about working out and healthy living and all of that, and then you're doing another account for just travel, they're so related. Just put them in one, man. Signing the signing the followers that you gain on one and not on the other. That's my opinion. Again, you totally don't have to follow that, but they're related. I mean, if you were going to do an IG account just on legal shit, then yeah, fine. Maybe do another fucking account for something that's not you know part of that. But um, yeah, I, I, I do. If I were you, I would just put them all in one. Travel and 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 lifestyle. Yeah. They're so they're cousins. So. Oh my god, that's so. Yeah, I like that. I like the point of view. I probably would consider it. Yeah, just do that. So uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay, Rowan, thanks. Blessed Gal on uh, IG and then on Instagram. I think you are, gosh, what is it? Blessed underscore, something like that. Yeah, Blessed underscore Gal. Twitter. In Twitter, it's yeah. Blessed underscore Gal. And Instagram, it's Blessed Gal. Sounds good. Okay, go follow. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, Rowan. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, what is it? Morena something? Quarcha or something like that? It was kind of, it was witty, but I completely forgot what she said. She's really attractive, by the way. Um, for all of you uh, guys, as she said, she was looking for love. And if you're a guy of faith and high moral code, and you like travel and fitness and law, Roanne right there. See, she's got she's she's got an opening for you guys. Real fit. Yeah, no, totally. Give it a look. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times with the Podcast, Season 7. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. 
Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones. And Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo. The podcasts have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we are back on the podcast. You are listening to Good Times and Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 52, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Before we get to our next call, I was on RottenTomatoes.com, which is, again, many of you hear me talk about this site as one of the places I'll look for ratings and reviews of series, movies, especially now that many of us are back into finishing up some of the series that we may have missed out on these uh, years because we're so busy, well, COVID-19 has been able to get us to watch shows we otherwise weren't uh, checking out. And I came across an article that was on their front page called The 86 Best HBO Shows Ranked. Okay, now this came out a little less than a week ago, this article, and it was right there on the front, the 86 best HBO series ranked. Okay, so we do this a lot, right? I love rankings. We, we play it. It's, it's, it's all relative, of course. What's number one for you might not be one number one for me, and that's totally okay. But then sometimes there are egregious rankings out there that make no sense whatsoever. And this one are just HBO shows only, okay? HBO shows. So Westworld. Thrones, Sopranos, uh, Deadwood, Big Lies. Those are HBO shows that have come around through the years. Entourage, for example, would be one. Uh, what else? True Blood, Sex in the City, Ballers. Uh, gosh, HBO shows. True Detective was an HBO show, wasn't it? Um, gosh, what are some of the other major ones through the years? I am trying to remember them. But you get my point. You know what these shows are. Oz was one. Um, I can't think of any more. Okay, anyway, so here we go. They ranked the best from that channel only. And if Game of Thrones, to me, the single greatest, if not maybe in the conversation of the top two greatest shows of all time, where do you think they put Game of Thrones on the best HBO shows ever? And I'll tell you right now where it's at. They put it at number 47. 40 fucking seven. Right then and there, I, I, I feel like I, I just, I never want to go on Rotten Tomatoes again ever. And, and again, while this is relative, this is just one person's opinion, the fact that Game of Thrones decided to even 
put this on their site after they read it and saw that fucking Game of Thrones was number 47 on only HBO shows. Not even the greatest shows of all time. Just this fucking one channel and that 47 makes me want to punch a small puppy. Like, let me show you, let me read off to you some of the shows that are better, apparently better than Game of Thrones just on HBO. Uh, let's start with Barry, which is an okay show with Bill Hader. It's not better than Game of Thrones. Um, Barry was at number eight. Uh, Chernobyl, 14. Love Chernobyl. Was fucking awesome. It's not better than fucking Game of Thrones. And it's not 33 shows better than Game of Thrones, you fucking morons. Watchmen was 17. Insane. Um... Silicon Valley, The Wire, Wire's fine. The Night Of, remember The Night Of, this show? We enjoyed it a lot. 23, no, it's not better than Game of Thrones. Not even fucking close. Band of Brothers is a good show, that's 25. Not better than Thrones either. Veep, 28, not better than Thrones. Boardwalk Empire, another excellent, excellent show, 31. Succession, which I fucking love, love Succession so much, 33, not better than Game of Thrones. The Sopranos, which many of you would put as one of the best shows of all time, number 34 for The Sopranos. Still not better than Game of Thrones. The Ali G Show with Sasha Baron Cohen, 38. How is that show better than Thrones? Impossible. Um, oh gosh, what else here? Some really egregious ones. Big Little Lies is 48, which Thrones is 47. So, th- yes, that's not as good as Thrones, but it's better than 48. Westworld is 60. I'm fine with that. Um, True Detective, 73. Impossible. True Detective is way better than 73. And uh, Sex in the City, 81. That's fucking insane. Entourage, 83. Insane. Those numbers are nuts. What's the number one show on HBO of all time? Is the Larry Sanders show uh, with Gary Shandling. Fuck that show. Fuck it. Fuck that. Number four is Dr. Dre's The Defiant Ones. Fuck that show as well. Number four. Are you out of your goddamn mind? God, this, this fucking list makes me upset. How many, how many F-bombs have I dropped just explaining this? Good Lord. Rotten Tomatoes. What the hell's wrong with you? 47 Game of Thrones. Impossible. It's not even the 47th greatest show of all time. It's better than that. It's number one or number two. Yes, it's popular. It's popular for a reason. It's popular because it's amazing. And do not dare, do not dare say that the reason why it dropped is because season eight was not good. It didn't end well. Fuck all of you if you think that. Yeah, it wasn't great. But it doesn't drop the the best show of all time down to the 40s because of one bad season or one not as great season. No, impossible. Okay, I'm angry. Let's get to our second call. (laughs) Let me calm down here and go to... uh, to Europe. Next call. Let's talk to Ricardo, who is 37 years old. Ricardo is in Stockholm, Sweden, in Scandinavia, and he's on the show. Hey, Ricardo, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thank you, Mose. Uh, it's nice to be here, finally. So. Now, you work at the airport. You're currently at the airport. I work at the airport. And it's funny because all yeah. of a sudden I hear people who work at the airport, and there's this immediate bond that I feel like we have. Like we're brothers <laughs> in aviation or uh, something like that. And you have a really good job over there in Stockholm. Um, the, the airline, the, I'm, so, I'm assuming the airline industry in your country is just as slow as it is everywhere else. Yes. Uh, yes, but we are 
starting slowly, opening little by little. Yeah. And uh, this is my first day at work. Uh, and I read uh, in some emails that uh, starting next week, uh, they're going to be, uh, we're going to re- um, stop this temporary ban. Right, uh, right. The travel ban that we have here in Sweden. And uh, more and more, maybe tourists will come and uh, yeah. and uh, people who live here with res- resident permit. Plus, plus uh, the fact that be- it's summer over there. So this is probably tra- prime travel season just to get out of the cold, you know, and to yeah. kind of open that up would be a good idea. Uh, well, I mean, it depends because I don't know how hard hit you guys were over there in Sweden, but... I, I'm not traveling. In fact, we, uh, my wife and I, the kids, were supposed to be in Europe today. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, we, that's that's not going to happen. Maybe we'll move it to next year if there's a vaccine. Anyway, Ricardo, like I said, you you uh, you work in Sweden. You live in Sweden. Yes. In fact, you sound like you've lived there quite some time by your accent. I could already hear the Nordic uh, kind of accent feel to to if it's Nordic or Scandinavian or something. But there, there's a little twang there already. So you've been there some years, huh? Yeah, I I moved here uh, around when I was six, seven years old. Right. So okay. basically, I'm from here. I'm I consider myself Swedish. But your uh, English you so, for somebody who's grown thirty plus years, your English is exceptional. Is, is English a really common thing? Uh, yeah, it's it's like in uh, Holland. English yeah, Holland is, is really English is super popular. In, in, English is uh, it's like a secondary language here. In, Fair enough. In, in Sweden, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and also I, I've been traveling to the Philippines. Um, English is quite common over there also. So. Right, right. It's funny because we were just talking about this with my wife the other day. We got to get to your question, by the way, because fuck, you're, you're on duty. Uh, I was talking to my yeah, wife the other no day problem, and I was saying, um, yeah, moving to Holland would be something really cool just because the English is so widespread. Uh, wouldn't have the language barrier too much if you moved from the US to countries like that. Anyway, uh, never mind us. Let's get to your question, Ricardo. You wanted to contact me about a family issue. What's going on? Uh, okay, uh, the back story is uh, uh, my parents uh, were married when I was young, and I guess their marriage got annulled yeah. when I was little because he had another family. And then my mother met another person, a Spaniard, and he lived here in Sweden. Okay. So naturally, uh, after they got married, uh, we moved here to Sweden. And uh, uh, and I don't have any contact with my father. Uh, I've only met him once when I was around 17 or 18 years old. How old were you when he left uh, the first time for the other woman? Uh, that's what I'm not really sure because I hardly remember the story. And oh, so you were that young? Because you said you met him yeah. at 17, but you were baby baby when he left you guys. Yeah, like okay. I, I, like I only have like one vague memory, and that's one he, I guess, left for work, and I just saw his back, and then, you know, for, for, that amount of time I, I lived here in Sweden, I, I couldn't remember his face. I only right. saw him once right. when I was seventeen, eighteen. Why did? If I question real quick, why did he see him at seventeen and eighteen? Did he show up for a graduation, or what? What was the? What was the reason for <laughs> you seeing him then? Uh, it was uh, during uh, uh, the New Year's uh, from 1990 to 2000, and uh, 
uh, and then my mother and me and my siblings traveled back to the Philippines, and then uh, I guess my father contacted uh, my the fa- my family from my mother's side, and he asked if we could meet, and uh, I, it's not like I had any choice, but of course I, I agreed. Uh, but you know, I was still kind of. And I don't know, like be upset. Yeah, yeah, no, right, right, yeah, rightfully so, right, rightfully so. Yeah, because okay. uh, me and my stepfather, the Spaniard, we never really had a good uh, relationship. Oh, that because sucks. Yeah, yeah, because when when we were young, uh, it, of course, it's it was good at the beginning, but then as, as soon as I started to grow, like. I, I realized that my stepfather, he was kind of uh, manipulative and he tried to, you know, uh, he tried to make me be on his side when he and my mother fought. And, you know, like, uh, and then when I wasn't good at school or I did something stupid, you know, he called yeah. us like, uh, you're a stupid idiot. You won't be anything when you grow up and like that. So, Well, that's not nice. Um, no, no, definitely not nice. So, so wh- wh- what's what is... What's the deal today? Um, is your father uh, reaching out? What's going on in terms of you wanting to get, I don't know, a piece of advice, I guess? Okay. Well, the thing is, like, uh, the last time I met my father, it's what, it was when I was uh, 17, 18 years old. And I basically, he's a stranger to me. Yeah. I've never known him. But... I do have uh, contact with uh, some of my relatives on his side on Facebook. Okay. Uh, and from his side, I have some other siblings, brothers. And they're also on my contact list, but basically that's it. That's all the contact and all the relationship I have with them. Uh, we're just Facebook friends. That's we only know each other because of right i mean you've only met him once yeah yeah Um, sure yeah and i guess like the reason i really got more pissed off when i met him the first time because uh, when he took me out um when we're in the philippines and you know like rekindle our relationship right and then at the end of the day he said oh um this weekend we should go to pampanga and visit your grandfather and uh, visit the other relatives uh, you have from my side. And then when the weekend come, uh, he never showed up. So yeah. I just stood up. Oh, that sucks, man. Dude, I'm sorry. And I'm then, sorry to hear all this, Ricardo. Sounds like uh, no, it's okay. zero, it's okay. zero father. Do you, have a ki- do you have any children yourself? Yeah, I have uh, a daughter. She's two and a half years old. And my second son coming uh, uh, this uh, September. So. You know, you sound... Oh, congratulations. You sound like a nice guy. I, I mean, because usually I get scared of, you know, people like you who have such awful father figures, you know, growing up. You had a two times, two bad ones. And I always get <laughs> worried that, you know, you it'll find its way into your life with your children. But... I get a different feeling about you. I, I, I feel like maybe you're mature enough to know that, okay, this is what I need not to be. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't know. It sounds, yeah, like, there's, yeah. it sounds like there's hurt there and hurt in a sense that I am not going to do this to my kids. I mean, yeah, I guess you have a point because one thing maybe I could appreciate from my father is that I'm not going to be that guy. I know what not to do. Right, right. So, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so what, what's going on again, though, today? Like, um, are they reaching uh, out? Okay. Yeah, because uh, this week, uh, my um, my aunt from my father's side, uh, she sent me a text message on Facebook. And she told me that my father just got a stroke and it's serious. Okay. And then just the other uh, night, my brother tried to reach out to me. And he told me, or he texted me, and he said that uh, it's critical, um, they need financial help, and if I could help. And and basically, to make it short, I just said, no, I can't help you right now, because I, you know, I, I, I had some excuses. I told him that... Uh, I just have a adrenal gland operation three weeks ago, literally three weeks ago. And yeah. this is today's my first day at work. My wife is pregnant. She lost her mother uh, uh, this April. Oh, no. And she's basically the breadwinner f- uh, for her family. And, you know, we've been spending a lot of money uh, to her part, uh, to her side of the family as well. So almost a fortune just to help them with the hospital bills yeah and the thing is i could technically help them with the financial bills but it's just you know i i just feel like but i i don't know you guys uh right. you're basically yeah. strangers to me uh right. and it's i don't know it's the the guilt i i i don't know if i should feel guilty i, I guess i do a little bit but then on the other hand, like, I don't know you. Like, Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So is, is that the so, question then? Are, are you, is the guilt something that is founded upon, uh, or maybe what's this question then? Oh, why don't you tell me what the question is? Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just stuck between there. Like, uh, should I feel guilty about it? Or, or sh- should I help them? I mean... I'm 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 really torn between you know yeah yeah because I know what's right and wrong and the right thing would be you know help your father but, but so I, so I, let me let me tell you this Ricardo we've had this question yeah. come up a couple of times through the years no I, I, maybe at least yeah. a dozen times and my stand today has been the stand it was when we first got this question season one my my answer. The, the answer I give is they can go fuck off is, is my answer, right? And it's been that if you go to any episode, take it all the way back to season one, I have been consistent with this. If he's not been around by choice, if he stood up, to, you know, he stood you up and all of that stuff, well, he can go fuck off then. You have no obligation, zero whatsoever to help him out. Now, sometimes you guys would call and say, but I feel like I want to. And I'll go, that's fine. You can. Um, especially if he reached out to you, say he, say he had cancer and said, okay, I want to, I want to make things right with all of the people. And he called you and it's not about money. It's about, Hey, Ricardo, do you think I could sit down with you and talk to you? Right. Skype, right. You know, an hour long. I just want to make things right. Then I'm okay with that. But if they're reaching out because they need money because he had a stroke and that's it, well, they can go fuck off. And... That's the harsh way to say it, and it's probably rude, but I just want you to know how serious I am that you should not feel guilty whatsoever, and that um, 
it be it being a reach out for financial assistance and not your father would like to talk to you in his bed, whatever, even more they should fuck off. So no uh, is the answer I would give if I were in your situation, and no, you should not feel guilty whatsoever if I were in your situation. Zero. Okay. Not even yeah. a little bit. No, you don't have to help your father because your father left you. Especially he left you for somebody else, which is even worse. Um, your your tita and your and your uh, brother or half brother or whatever the fuck, them reaching out to you is just what they do. That's what that's what that's what we do. As as we're, we're Filipinos, we're gonna reach out. We're gonna ask for money. But yeah, yeah, I I I guess so. You know, I, I, I'm basically I am. I mean, I am, you know, determined. Well, I'm not gonna help. I it's just like, I just get that guilt trip. Like, you know, I'm thinking like, are you a bad person or what? Like, uh, absolutely <laughs> not. Especially considering the stuff that you told you told me regarding your own surgery recently, your first day back at work, your wife, um, you know, uh, being pregnant. You, I mean, th- wait, for, by, by the way, Ricardo, all of this stuff that we're talking about right now, your health, your wife, your job your country you live in which is expensive you know all of that is really not even that big of a deal compared to me telling you just no even if you had money like even if you were swimming in money even if you were completely healthy even if your wife didn't have the financial responsibility with her own family even if none of those things existed my answer to you still is no you get what i'm saying man like yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It it, it 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 just felt strange that, you know, like I had to make up excuses, even though they weren't excuses. I mean, this happened for real. Uh, I had a surgery two weeks ago. My wife's uh, parent, uh, my wife's mother, uh, died uh, uh, about one one and a half months ago, and right, it's like right. it feels like an excuse just to say no. Uh, I, no, I I, I disagree, but I understand why you feel that way because in the end, we, we have been trained in our minds to go, he's still your father, he's your blood relative, he's your blood is thicker than water. We, we've heard all of this fluffy bullshit, but I'll tell you right now, if he has left you, if he has stood you up, if he was absentee, if he was nowhere to be found, well, then he can, I'm sorry to say this, but he can die with his family that he decided to be with. And... You know what? You can go straight to lunch. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like, like if, so. he, if, he, if you heard at 10 a.m., oh, you know, namatay na tatay mo. Like, okay, sorry to hear that. Straight to lunch. No problem. No worries. It's cruel. <laughs> it's cold. But that's that's the life he chose. He chose to completely be absent from you. I mean, yet, yet to be honest, if... if uh, uh, to be honest, um, if he would, you know, die within a few days, it's it's like <laughs> I would just go to lunch as usual. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I, but I, I don't know. It's just a guilt trip, you know the the Filipino mentality. That's what it is. It's, it's, the utang it, right. It's the cultural <laughs> influence that where you you were supposed to be there for them. I am pro being there for your family. I am pro taking your parents in when they're old and wrinkly and unable to care for themselves. I am pro all of that. But they have to earn it too. They have to be there for you when you're young. They have to have grown with you and shown you responsibility and be good people. 
Like, you know how many – we've had a girl call the show where her father was molesting her and all of that stuff. Or was it her yeah. mom or something like that? Or And she was dying. And I was like, fuck her. Like, yeah, even though they were there for you, they terrorized you. Fuck her. Like, she can go, she can go die an awful death, and I'm fine. It could, be, it could be a painful, wretched death. And again, sorry to sound like this, but I'll go straight to lunch. <laughs> yeah. So please, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I can't change your mindset because this is culturally who we are. But let me extend this. He did not earn the guilt. The guilt should exist if they've earned it and you've turned your back on them but you have not turned your back on them. The only image you have growing up, you said it earlier, is his backside. That is the image that you have. You don't have an image of his fucking face. You have the image of his back. And that speaks volumes. And that's, that's symbolic of what it was like for you and him. And if his other kids or his sister or whatever going to message you on Facebook, it's because they need money. It's like, well, I needed you the fuck you need money like where were you so like why all of a sudden am i important if it's money there's so many more important things than that growing up so i'm with you man i am with you 100 percent, and i ask you to try to kick that guilt out of your system because you're doing the right thing and it's in response to the way they have behaved uh, yeah, I guess I just needed, you know, um, uh, because it's difficult to talk uh, this issue with my wife. I don't know, for some reason, I just find it hard to talk uh, this issue with her. Uh, but I, I just needed, you know, to to talk this out with somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. I, I'm, I'm with I, I just, <clears throat> I want you to know I'm with you. I, I'm with you 100%. And. As quick as you can, let that guilt go away. I understand, though, why it exists, because we are who we are. Um, but no, man. Your mom's good, though, right? You and your mom are close? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, um, yeah, we're very close. So. Okay. Have you opened this up to her? Yeah. What it, has she said anything? Yeah, I've talked with her and my uh, sister. Uh, we and, I, and me and my sister, we basically said what you said, that Yep. You know, if he would die today, we should just go out to lunch. And <laughs> not even in his honor, okay? I'm not saying go to lunch in his honor. I'm saying go to no, lunch because no, you're but hungry. I, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, you know, it's like that's the effect that, you know, he has on, on my life because yep. I don't know them. Like, uh, I, it's just that, uh, that cultural, uh, you know, that's been implemented when you were little, you know, take care of your family, take care of... And I'm pro that. That's why maybe... I'm, you know, you know I, I have a question for you because I've always... And let me know if you have to go because okay, I know you're on duty. Um, I've always had the understanding that people in the Scandinavian area, right? Uh, you guys, uh, the Danish, yeah. the Norwegians, stuff like that, that you are as independent culturally as you will find anywhere else in the world. Uh, Denmark, for example, we've talked about it many times on the show, has always scored very high in quality of life, usually number one in, in the rest of the yeah. world, right? Uh, I'm not sure if you know that, but that's what I read a lot. And you correct me if I'm mistaken. And 
Um, funny because your flags have a cross on them. All of your flags have a cross on them, but you're about yeah. as least religious as any country in the world as well. Uh, I, again, let me know if I'm talking bullshit here, but you have a culture that is not very religious, that is very independent as an individual. You make your own way yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's is, true. Is being Filipino in a culture like that such a clash? Because we are so far from what that area's culture is that it must have conflict every now and then. Like you, mm. no? Or, 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 or what do you think? I mean, uh, from my part, it wasn't that big of a clash because I barely uh, met the Filipino community here. So yeah. when, growing up, I, I grew up with Swedish White folks. I grew up with uh, as foreign immigrants here in Sweden. So I grew up with. Uh, I didn't have any Filipino community here. So yeah. So for me, it has never been a problem. And uh, your wife is no. Filipina, or or no? Yeah, she's from the Philippines, but she didn't grow here. Uh, grew up here. Uh, we met when I was in the Philippines for gotcha. uh, vacation. So okay. And you speak Tagalog or or no? Uh, yeah, I can speak Tagalog. Not that good. I understand more than I speak. Uh, and of course, but, your Swedish you know, is fine. I'm yeah, 30 yeah, years my, your, your Swedish is perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's fluent. So nice, nice. Yeah. Well, this is a this has been a good talk, man. I appreciate the chat um, and that you call me even though you're on duty. <laughs> there. What time is it? Yeah, like no, nine, no. 9 p.m. There or something like that. Nine thirty. Yeah, something like that. But it's basically like a ghost airport. There's nothing happening. Yeah. So 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 this has been like the highlight of my <laughs> work of your first day back. <laughs> yeah. So. But but you got a good uh, gig, right? I, I mean, you've. You, I mean, you told me what you did. I won't say it here if you want to keep your kind of anonymity. But uh, the jobs pay well there, even though I know the taxes are so incredibly high in your part yeah, of the world. Yeah, the tax the tax is about thirty uh, percent of your income, yeah. and if you are. Uh, if you earn good here in Sweden, I mean, you earn really good, they would take 50% of your tax. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's They, they yeah. really grab a shitload. But the quality of life is so high. Yeah. For example, uh, you know, I had the operation, as yeah. you all know by now. And, uh, I mean, three days ago, I got the, the bill for my hospital. Yeah. And it was only 100 counts. What's that in it's pesos? Quick, around 500 pesos. Nice. <laughs> and that's for the operation. That's for the one night stay in the hospital. And that's, that's for amazing. all the meal and for everything. No matter so, how hard I push this system to my American friends, they fucking think the rest of the world has it wrong. And I tell them, well, man, you go to Europe and I'm telling you, it's stress-free. It really is. Dito, yeah, I, 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 man, I'll tell you right now, Ricardo, here, if you get sick... You think about it three, four, five times before you go to the doctor because you're worried they're going to fuck you with a bill. And yeah, I just, I just don't get that. Why don't get you either. don't have a better healthcare system? It should be, it should be free for everybody. 100%. Even though you work 
even do you have a work or not? I mean, it's it's basically human life we're talking about. So. Fucking Americans drive me crazy, man. I have this conversation. We argue this shit like this on a slow night at the airport. We'll sit there and we'll debate the hell out of this. And I'll tell you, I'm on my own. I am alone in this fight. <laughs> Everybody's like, no, no, the way our system's superior. They have that American mindset. And I just, I think they need to be exposed to more Europeans. You guys have the perfect system. And all they care about is, oh, my taxes, 30%, 50%. I'm like, who cares? Do you know how much money out of pocket we have to go just for the insurance? That's not even if you get sick. And then when you get sick, then you're going to get double fucked, triple fucked. I mean, it is unreal. And, and even if you want an ambulance, for example, something's really bad, then you want an ambulance, the first thing I think about is, okay, this is going to be $400 the moment they pick me up, so I'll just find what? a way, I'll Uber to the hospital. Like Everything has an expense, and I don't understand why the Americans like it. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, that's a <laughs> yeah, whole different fucking story, but it drives me crazy. Yeah, that, yeah that's crazy. We, I mean, we do have some expenses here as well, but there's a limit to how much you're allowed to spend. What uh, kind of surgery did you get? I want to know what 100, uh, what was it? Uh, 500 pesos, <laughs> so 10 US dollars. Tell me which surgery you got. How, 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 how big was this? Uh, I, I had a tumor above my adrenal gland. The adrenal gland is so, so to... important, right? Like that's super, yeah, super yeah, important. Because, <laughs> because of that tumor, uh, it made me uh, it made me have a high blood pressure. Yeah. And, uh, and from high blood pressure, you can get all kind of you of know course, heart attack, right, 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 right. et cetera, et cetera. So ten so, yeah, it was... U.S. dollars, unbelievable. <laughs> So, yeah. Unbelievable. So, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I live here. You know, sometimes yeah. I think like how my life would have been if I grew up in the Philippines compared to here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, so. I'll tell you, your life would have been better though. Considering your job, I know what your job is. If you had your job yeah. in the Philippines, you'd be swimming in money though, right now. That's the thing. <laughs> but you're corrupt, but swimming in money. You'd have to be corrupt though. But oh, the uh, money's so Philippines. Good. Oh, yeah. Your position <laughs> oh, in the okay. Philippines? Oh, yeah. That'd be better than that. You, you, you have by far the greatest job that someone can get in the Philippines. The, the best job. Uh, well, yeah, I, I can't complain about my job. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really glad that I have a job. So. Well, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the ability to be corrupt in the Philippines. If you have your job, um, oh my God, you're, the, the money. The money's insane. But you have to be a criminal to get it. So, anyway. All right. Uh, well, thanks for the call, Ricardo. And if we ever make our way over there, I will definitely send you a message. But thanks for listening to the show and for talking tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Mo. Uh, thanks for your help. So. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, okay. Man. Take care. Thanks. And good luck thanks. with the baby. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah, when I say he's got the best job in the Philippines, what do you think that is? What do you think that is? Best and when I say best job, it doesn't mean I'm happy to promote this because uh, I know that it's only good because you have to be dirty. But everybody in that position is dirty. I, don't th- I think everybody who applies for that position completely goes into it knowing they're going to be dirty. And by now, of course, you know what it is. Starts with a C, ends with an ustums. We'll take a break when we come back. We got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and Well, the podcast, season seven. This is episode 52, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Straight to lunch after this. 
worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back on the podcast, you are listening to Good Times of All the Podcast, Season 7, Episode Number 52, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. I've been getting a lot of feedback regarding our first caller of our last episode, and I, th- I know I talked about him a lot also in Episode 51, but I'm talking about Boyet, who is the brother that was there for his sister when she was uh, assaulted by her boyfriend. They were planning to hire a police officer to kill the guy, which again, I'm kind of supportive of. Uh, they He also buried the unborn child that she had aborted in her, you know, they did that in the backyard. Uh, it was a very compelling, intense call. And if you have not heard it, I suggest you go back to the first caller of episode 51. But it made me want to think of a topic for you guys to discuss on our Reddit thread, which is, how far have you gone for a sibling? I am so, I'm so about this. I'm so about helping your brother, your sister in time of need. I'm very much supportive of being there, being protective, whether it's a bully at school and then and Kuya shows up or Ate shows up and fucks shit up. I am so promote I, I, I so feel strongly about being there for them so how far have you gone in protecting your sibling have you gone as far as boy it has wherein you nearly killed somebody because of that or you did kill somebody and you had to bury that body in the backyard how crazy is that but i thought that was such a again a, a really really intense call and it made me want to come up with this question that you can go on our Reddit thread, which is reddit.com slash r slash GTWM podcast and, and answer. How far have you gone protecting a sibling? All right. Tough times. Here we go. Um, let's see. Yeah, this has not been a relationship episode. So let's keep that theme going and let's go to our next call in Manila. Next call. Let's talk to Joseph, who's 36. Joseph is in Manila, and he is on the show here tonight. Joseph, you said you can't talk loud because you don't want to wake up your dog that's sitting next to you. Oh, my God. What a pussy. Yeah. Jesus. I'm sorry. You it's a dog. You're whispering on the show because of a dog. Well, he's, he's here beside me. I'm cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of dog is it, Joseph? A uh, golden retriever. Gold, wow, really. Uh, she's, yep. uh, she's a four year old golden retriever. So, oh, this is not a puppy so, that you don't want to wake up. It's 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 a four year old. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You are so considerate. I love it. Um, uh, I, I'm just fucking with you when I say you're pussy. Like, it's actually kind of cute. I think there are a lot of girls right now listening to you. I'm like, oh my god, wow, he doesn't want to talk loud because of his dog. What? what? That's so. That's so noble. Um, uh, <laughs> Joseph, though. But before we even build you up as this really good guy, <laughs> your question on the show is not a good guy thing. So, uh, I hate to shatter the dreams of all the dog lovers out there that thought Joseph was a saint. 
No, not at all. <laughs> Joseph, you're calling because you... All. Yeah, not at all, man. You're calling because of something I find hilarious. I've done it before to a certain extent. So I would love to share with you my expertise, my experience, and encourage you to do whatever the fuck you want to do. So w- without further ado, please tell the rest of the listening audience what you have in mind and what you plan to do. Okay. First, I remember yung episode nyo that kumuha ka ng tie and then made Mojo Jojo touch it. Right. So for this, that's a radio thing. Okay. Um, this might not, you know, maybe some of the podcasters might not know this, but there was a uh, day on the radio, and I've told this story a million times, so forgive me, but bears repeating for this moment. Uh, there was a time where Mojo Jojo, who is my radio co-host, uh, I thought of pu- you know pulling a prank on him, and Grace Lee, who was the girl on the show as well, was a part of it. It was Grace Lee's birthday, and I told Grace that we were going to get her a very nice gift because she's like a sister to us. And Grace has a fine. She's you know she's like the, she's got the finer things in life, right? She's one of those girls, real high high-end, high-maintenance type. And we told Grace that we were getting her, like, an LV bag. Now, Grace knew we were not getting her an LV bag because she knew this was a prank. Um, So Grace was thinking, was acting that she knew or she anticipated getting a bag. Mojo knew that I was getting her a Louis Vuitton bag because I told him. So Mojo was really excited. So ginawa natin, or ginawa, when I say natin, Grace and I, I got a ba- I got a box, like a box that's typical of having a high-end bag. And I went to the CR and tumae ako sa loob ng box na yan. So fresh, you know, fresh, warm, soft, still, nice. Hindi yung tipong na tae na, halimbawa yung aso mo, di ba, Joseph? Yung tatatae siya sa labas, tapos hindi mo pupulut. You're not going to pick it up. And then yes, yes. it gets hard. No, 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 this is fresh. May, may, may amoy, amoy pa, right? So tumae ako sa box. I, um... Grace knew I was going to do this. So I gave, well, I went back on the radio. I gave her the box and I said, Grace, uh, open the box. It's your gift. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited. And right before she was going to put her hand into the box, because may butas, uh, I said, no, 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 wait. Actually, don't. Let's ask Mojo to put his hand in there and have him guess what the <laughs> gift was. And he put his hand in there and was a mountain of, and it was a good load. It wasn't young. It wasn't yung isang piraso lang or anything like that. It was a good load of shit. And he put his hand shit. in there and he's like, oh, what's this? Why is it warm? <laughs> and then he says on air, is this shit? And he pulls it out and he's so upset. So I, I'm sorry. I've taken up all your mic time here, um, Joseph. Ironically, your name is Joseph, just like his name was. Um, you want to do this to somebody. Yes. Okay. So my Wh- who? Boss. Why is it a pro- what? Your boss? Of course. Yeah. Uh, you guys friends, and you guys are like disgusting friends. No, we're n- no, we're not. Well, uh, I think since the pandemic. Uh, so he's a kind of guy that show off. He's a, right. he's a young millionaire, a new money. So, ah, so he doesn't know. How, yeah, he doesn't know how to behave himself with class. He thinks he does, um, but yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. he's new money. Fuck him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, 
during the pandemic, wala kami nakuhang tulong, walang kahit ano from him, no, no memo, no nothing, no meetings whatsoever. So, ang dami nagagalit sa kanya, and then, naisip ko, I'm gonna send him shit. Oh, yeah. You want you, you want to send him tae. Real, real tae. Yeah. Preferably yours or or what? Asomo or what? Kahit kahit kadino. As long as mahawakan niya or I don't know. <laughs> na, na, uh, <laughs> Joseph, you're serious about this, yes? Like, you're, yes, is this am, more you're venting? You're venting for on behalf of all of the people out there. During COVID, that mm-hmm. have very shitty bosses. I'm, I'm, venting, or you're really going to try to pull this off. I want to, uh, as long as hindi niya malaman na galing sa akin, because uh, I know there is a website from the US na nagpapadala ng shit or ng tae. I, I don't know kung, kung pwede sa Philippines, but if I'm gonna send it one from here, hindi ko rin alam kung paano yung, yung hindi niya malalaman na galing sa akin. Or well, galing well, I'll, I'll tell you this: yun. when it comes to stuff like this. It not only is it more doable in the Philippines because we're slightly less lawless. Uh, it also is much cheaper. You, I mean, fuck. We were talking about last was it last episode? The first caller, Boyet. We were talking about hiring hitmen to kill people. Ten thousand. You're going to be able to find someone shit in a box for one percent of that price. You know. You, you just go to any guy, ito 100, tae ka dito sa loob ng butang inang box ito, and then deliver it. Um, you're going to is, find somebody. He lives in a high-end restaurant. Uh, high-end, I'm sorry, high-end village. So, I, I don't know kung paano ko mapapadala sa kanya. Like Forbes. Like, how do you get into Forbes? You mean? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You can't leave it on his office desk? Mm, close pay office, eh. When are you guys open? You guys should be opening soon. It's already the 10th of June. I don't know kung mag-open pa siya kasi masyadong madaming tao yung nagahabol sa kanya because of his utang. Kaya I don't know. Oh, he's trying to evade. He doesn't pay suppliers. Yeah, he doesn't pay suppliers. Gosh, that sounds like that's the way to do it then. Go with one of his suppliers and have them jump in on this. Okay, so so the question then on the podcast tonight is mm-hmm. how do I send my boss shit? Yes. Real shit. Considering he lives in a high-end village and the offices is cl- the offices are closed for now. Mhm. Without being detected, because he'll probably honestly have you shot if he finds out that this. Because he's new Maybe, money. Yeah, he's new money. It's big ego. Uh-huh. How do you do it? I would. I would target the car, um, uh-huh. because the car is outside of the village when he's using it. So the problem with targeting the car is you have to stake him out and find out when he's going to leave and that's kind of a challenge on its own unless you know of a daily routine he does wherein he goes to this place every day at this time that's really the way i would go about it that's that's one option obviously not the only one because that's very hard to pull off if he does not have a routine especially right now with lockdown it'll be very difficult um sending him a package Probably right now because of COVID, not going to happen. The guards might, and by the time the shit gets to him, it's it may have mm-hmm. hardened already and lost its potency in terms of <laughs> consistency and smell, right? Mm-hmm. 
I would I would go for, I would go for the car. And where I would put it is classic. You know, you put it underneath the door handle, you know, when you open the, by the door, whatever that's called, where you lift it up. You know, this, that's mm-hmm. where you pack the shit in. You pack it underneath the door handle. So when he opens <laughs> it, there's shit all over his hands. Um, the, if, you, <sighs> if you put it anywhere else, he can have his boy or whatever at home just wipe that off. He's going to be pissed off. How about shit on the windshield? Shit on the windshield. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. So windshield, but it's not Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it'll harden really fast. The problem with shit on the windshield, Joseph, is that he'll just ask one of his houseboys to wipe it off. It's because ego hit, right? But he'll just say, boy, you know, Linus, that's what it's going to be. Um, if you put it under the handle, that's where it actually makes contact with him. The thing is, I don't know if he has a driver. If he has a driver, then it's the driver, Madadama. You, you know, so you want to put it in the passenger seat, or you want to put, you want, or you want to put shit on both. Para naman sigurado. Both sides. Maganda, passenger side para kasama pati Now. That would be my second option. My first option really is shit on his desk at the office. Like, if you can find a way to put the shit on his office chair when you guys are back in, then that's where I would go. I would go with that. I would shit on his chair. Not not you taking your pants down and shitting on his chair because that's very difficult to do. Do it like I do. Shit in a box, then put it on his chair, and then just leave the office somehow. Somehow. Um, my option number two would be the car, but all of these things only happen, Joseph, when you guys are back in the office. You can't do it right now. He's, he's too, he's too unattainable, unreachable. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. If maybe one of our listeners has a different way to attack this, but uh, that's the that are the only two I can think of. Right yeah. Now. Is, does he have a girlfriend? I'm sure he's cheating yes. on his girlfriend. If he's got a if he's got a wife, he's probably cheating on her with some other girl. But he's got a girlfriend. He, he, he used to have a wife. Tapos sa kibalay sila, and then now has he has a younger. Uh, of course. Well, twenty twenty ish. Yeah, of course uh, he does. Girlfriend. Trophy wife, right? I mean, you not could. Really. Oh, she's not hot. <laughs> no. Oh, good. Not even. What, what, what kind of car? What kind of car does this douchebag drive? Um, a G wagon. No uh, BMW shit. series. No, you got G wagon. Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh man, oh, what a target. Um, I love the G wagon. I, I, man, what a fucking ride. I'll shit on that. Yes, yes, yes. I'll shit on that car all day. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think patience is key here, Joseph. As much as you want to, you know, give a little payback Shit, right revenge, now. Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, Shit. even if you want a little bit of respectae right now, um, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's possible. It, it, it really, it will really have to happen when you get back in the office. Do you have any other accomplices in this thing? Like any other coworkers are like in this? Because if I were you, I would keep this very small. Walapa. Okay. I would not invite someone else because there's always that risk mm-hmm. of somebody telling. Um, when when mm-hmm. you guys are in the office, do you have access to his room, Mismo, or not really? 
not really but it's uh, medyo mahirap na pumasok kasi may suksi lagi nang halak so uh, yeah maybe the G-Wagon then is, is the car is the car accessible when it's parked at at the office or even that's pretty hard to get to he doesn't use that often he uses other cars but he uses that when he goes out of town or when he uh, posts on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So you can't get to the G-Wagon then either. Oh, this is I know crazy. his house. Yeah, but you can't get in the, you can't get in the subdivision. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, but remember, yeah, that's the thing. He's got security. If he's got a G-Wagon, if he can afford a G-Wagon, he can afford a security guard. So you're in trouble. And I don't like the, I don't like that. I don't like the, Hagis mo yung tayes over the back. I, 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 I want, I want close contact. I want the shit right there in his fingers, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, Joseph, I think it's a waiting game here. Sorry, I can't help you and really with with a great plan. It's but it's okay. I, I, I think you're gonna have to wait until you guys get back in. And when you get back in, uh, you know, I, I think shitting in his office is probably the best way to go about it, or targeting the car. The office thing because it's locked. That's mm-hmm. a problem, but. Maybe you can shit in a package and then put the package mm-hmm. with the arrivals, like yeah. the mail. But, you know, there's a chance his secretary opens that and, you know, doesn't really get to him, uh, which could be a no, problem. No, it does not. I think it's yung package. That's No, 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 no. It's a CR and then close it up, you know, package it in the restroom and then bring it to wherever incoming mail is. But it's medio wait, fresh, wait. fresh. Uh, that that's that's probably the only way I go about it. And then with everyone in the office. Yeah, or you can shit on the doorknob, like taika tapos punas mo na lang sa doorknob. But when he opens it, you know the shit on his hands. I'm like, you know, okay. Sige, 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 sige. Good luck, brother. Thank you, thank you, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. All right, bye. That's how I inspire the. The youth. Well, he's not that young. He's 36. Hey, what is a 36-year-old doing with shit humor? I think that this is a 20-year-old game. 36. Cares about his dog. Waking up. Rudely. And he wants to shit on... He wants to shit on his boss's G-Wagon. I think he would grow out of that by now. We'll take a break. When we come back... We have, oh, by the way, if you have any other ideas for Joseph, please, by all means, send it over. Reddit thread, that's a good place. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have our last call of the night. You are listening to Good Times Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 52 on this Tuesday night. Don't go away back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? 
Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high-definition TV technology, and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity, and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high-definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and, of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we are about to wrap it up here tonight. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 52 on this Tuesday evening, all over Metro Manila, Philippines, and around the world, wherever you are. Again, thank you so much for listening to this show. I invite you, as I usually do every episode, to donate to the podcast by simply going to anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. That's the page on Anchor for the show. You can click the link that says support and please support it. Go out there and donate as little as 99 cents to this show and keep it going for as long as we can. Uh, We are going to the Philippines, right, for our last call. And again, I hope hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode of Non-Relationship Talk. And let's go ahead and wrap it up here tonight. Next call. Let's talk to Trish, who's 24 years old. Trish is in Manila and on the show here this evening. Hello, Trish. Welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Just yes, hey. to everybody. Right. It's funny you say the world everybody. because this, this, uh, this discussion is going to be about travel. Uh, you reached out to me without a question. This is not an advice thing. This is you talking about your experiences as a young I'm assuming single girl who travels, right? And and I know you're telling me at least off here, so Filipinas, that's very kind of unique to have a girl travel alone. First of all, most parents wouldn't allow it because it's dangerous to them that a girl as young as you are travels the world. But mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what you wanted to talk about, right? Yes, that's definitely one of the things that I want to talk about. Because um, I want to break the stigma na parang babae ka, bakit ka mag-isa lumalabas, umuwi ka ng gabi, yung pakilam mo. Right, right, right. But, but I mean, the, the, the answer of pakilam mo, it's not, I think, a valid one, Trish, because we do care. Like, your family cares. Mm-hmm. Your friends care. It is, in the end, I mean, and I'm looking at your Instagram. By the way, your Instagram is the legit Trish with two T's. So yes. The L E G I T legit, and then Trish T R I S H, and you got a lot of um, what do you call it, travel photos and stuff like that, and it's really cool. And and I think you know you've got a fun, you've got a fun feed, right? Um, but a girl who is, I'm assuming you're kind of smallish. I mean, you're certainly fit, but how tall are you? 
I'm small. I'm five one. Okay, okay yes. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. So five one, your frame going around the world by herself. Pakailam <laughs> ko. Well, if I'm a parent, yes. <laughs> like I have a problem with okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, that one I just blurted it out, but. Yes, I'm very lucky na I I have parents that are understanding and just lets me do what I want. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, well, but makeba sila. <laughs> so how often do you travel alone? Is it a yearly thing? Is it more than once a year? Is it local? Is it international? Like break down kind of with the mindset when you think about taking a vacation and this is a, you know what I love about this conversation by the way as well is because of the lockdown travel is at its all-time low so people are itching you know they're itching to get out there single girls just like you maybe no longer willing to wait for somebody to a friend of theirs a boyfriend a barcada or whatever they're gonna be like fuck it I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do legit Trish and I'm gonna go out there and on my own as well how often do you go out and, and is it more local more international Okay, I usually I usually go out like once to three times a month. No, it's local. And yes, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, it's usually local. But I went international like twice last year. Where'd you go? I am also blessed. Uh, I went to Malaysia. Okay. For work. Yeah. So that was the first one. But then for my birthday, I went to Bali, and that's just me. Oh my that's god! You went Bali by yourself. <laughs> It almost feels yes. sad. But, okay, <laughs> when you say you're blessed, you're blessed in what? I'm blessed with um, with a work that allows me to travel also. Okay, because that's um, one of the big hindrances. If you're going to travel one to three times a month, the first question most people ask are, how do you do it with work? And number two, how do you afford it? You know what? You afford it, um, you break down your budget, like your sweldo. You have to allocate for the things that you really want, that for the things that makes you happy, but also like not sacrificing your responsibilities at home, for yourself, for your savings. So it's very, um, you have to be strategic with money. Are you five-star hotel kind of girl or are you backpacker type or are you somewhere in, in the middle? Oh, I'm backpacker type, but when I was in Bali, I had an entire villa for myself, so... But the villa's ghetto, though, because backpacker is what I'm talking about. Like, when I say backpacker, you motherfuckers are living off of street food, you're looking oh. for the cheapest accommodations possible, you're living sometimes on, what is it, couchsurfing.com, I mean... Oh, that, it's, uh, I'm more of a hostel kind of girl, because I, when I travel... In hindi siya yung hindi siya yung I just want to travel. I just want to go here. It's it's a mix of a lot of things. It's I want to go here. I want to experience the culture. I want to see the people. I want to see what they're doing. I want to immerse myself in what the locals do. It's it's basically educational because yeah. when you travel on your own, it's not it's not um you're going to learn about the world, yes, you're going to learn about the place, but you're also going to learn about yourself. You're going to tap into the deepest parts of yourself that you never knew even existed. Well, and, that, and that's really new age for you to say, but but I think that's kind of that's kind of mature for 24. I, I think at least <laughs> most 24-year-olds, year right, when they travel, mm -hmm. it's for the gram, to party, <laughs> to meet people, to get fucking hammered, 
to go to beautiful beaches and all of that shit, right? Like that, that's the young person's um, mentality most of the time. And then when you get, mm-hmm. for example, my age, I'm, I'm 42, and I was telling my wife uh, last, was it two, three weeks ago, that I want her and I and the kids to travel and rent a place, major remote for a month mm-hmm. and stay there for a month and, and do everything that you just said right now, which is immerse yourself and learn and all of that. But that's, that's me now at 40. When I was your age at 24, I want to see the sites. I want to see the most popular sites. We didn't have Instagram when I was 24, but if I were 24 right now, I would fucking want to do it for the gram. Um, and then just kind of, you know, have fun, stay at nice hotels. Not, not, it's, it's, it's more baller life than it is self-enrichment. And then when you get a little older, yeah, okay, let's learn about the culture and the food and the language and all of that. Fucking 24 years old, give a fuck about that shit. I want, I want, I want fucking likes on my grandma, you know? Um, so that's kind of mature of you to say, and, and which is nice and refreshing because you are, again, as young as you are. Uh, let yeah. me ask you some more questions I think people would probably be interested when they come across ahead, someone like you. Ahead. Uh, we've talked about money and affording it and you said your responsibilities, maybe even being frugal in certain aspects of your trip, not eating at fancy places, whatever it may be, because it's every, everyone's different, right? Everyone's at a different socioeconomic status. Some people are rich. They can, mm-hmm. Bianca Valerio can fucking throw money like she's at a strip club and live at <laughs> the best places in the world. And, then some, yeah. and some, some friends of mine have backpacked it where they sleep on people's couches for free uh, because couchsurfing.com is out there and they take advantage of it. And obviously, I would never do that. So, mm-hmm. um, God, what the fuck was my question? I said all that shit and I completely <laughs> forgot. Where do you get the deals? Where do you get the deals? Because I personally okay. think airline travel is really, before COVID, was really affordable I just go to Google Flights, googleflights.com. And you just go to Google Flights, not googleflights.com, but Google Google Flights, period. Man, you can really find some pretty amazing fucking prices by just Google Flights. And I don't know where you get your uh, prices from if you go through an agency or if you do everything on your own. I do everything on my own. Yeah. And, and, and where, do, where do you get the best prices then? What's your research tool? Um. It's basically just following the airlines on Facebook or like yeah. usually when they have sales. So you really have to wait for it. But am I the type that would stay up at midnight to catch the deals? No. no. Oh, that's no. me. No, that's, <laughs> you know, I'm all over it. And I love aviation. So I'm all over that shit. I, I'll, I'll change the dates of a trip. I'll, I'll change it from summer to winter to get that 50% off. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I don't ever really get to travel alone anymore, it, it really is a family thing. But like you, I traveled. Yeah. I traveled a ton by myself, and and gone to the furthest places of the world by myself, and it is really fulfilling. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say I. It's as deep as what you said, which is you 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 find out the inner being of yourself. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to me, but um, I've, I, I I certainly do enjoy the self travel. The next question I want to ask you, Trish is we've had a caller recently, I forgot what episode, but maybe like 10, 15, 20 episodes ago. She said she would travel, but she would go like on the local Tinder or whatever before she gets there. So when she does get there, she's got a companion, usually a guy. Um, Some of them she hooks up with sexually. Some of them it's just friendship. Mm -hmm. Do you... Yeah. And then I I know I've always said this on the podcast for years. When people go out of town, whether it be locally in the Philippines or abroad, 
one of the top things on their list to do is fuck the local flavor. Is 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 <laughs> have some local ass. Okay. How how important is hooking up on your list of things to do? I mean, you're going to Bali by yourself. There's fucking tourists mm-hmm. from all over the world there. Where is it on the list? Like, okay, I'm going to get some of this dick. It's it's either at the very bottom or it does not make the list at all. Most of the time, it doesn't. Really? And so you've never done yeah. it? Ever? Once? Or you have, but it's it, so rare. It, I did it once but in the span of me traveling on my own for like two years. But then like, it's not, nah, it's not for me. I'm just really here for everything else. Not not dick. <laughs> but, but the guys are hitting on you, right? I'm assuming because you're by yourself. You're Filipina. So you... You know, mabenta, to foreigners. Uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're you're attractive. You're young. You're alone. I mean, you're all of those things that I think guys are going to be all over if they find out you're you're the girl at the bar, the girl at the bar that's alone. And in the movies, we see all the guys hitting on the single girl at the bar. Is it constant or, you know, it's it's not constant, but it happens a lot. It happens a lot, but then it's really up to you. Uh, wait lang, bagong lahat. I am single, but I'm seeing someone. And he's the reason why I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Listening to the podcast? He got me, yes, he got me started. He got me hooked. Grabe. Okay, now I have a guy. So I'm glad you, you're here and glad you enjoyed it. Now I have a second question now that you told me you're, you're seeing somebody. Okay. Um, but so it's it's a lot, right? You get hit on a lot. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Like, what's the line? Like, I'm sorry. I'm by myself. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for somebody like what's what's the can answer when a guy's trying to hook up it, i'm not interested <laughs> bye really it's yes i mean when i don't want to i don't want to balaka it's really i drink i i mean like i meet people but when they start hitting on me it's basically like um bye yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> you almost sound angry about it. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I mean a man. Yeah. Okay. So how how long have you been seeing somebody? It's been um I can't I don't count. We don't count. I'm a year? Not sure. Pre COVID? No, 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 less than less, okay. Pre COVID, definitely pre COVID. And how do you sell the idea to him? I don't know if he's a boyfriend or if he's just a guy you're seeing. If he's just, if just if he's a guy you're seeing, he can go fuck whatever, fuck off, right? If he gets mad. But if he's a boyfriend, how do you sell, babe? I'm gonna travel alone. Uh, I say it like that. <laughs> I say like I'm. I want to go to. It's either I want to go to or I'm going to. And then, and then, and then he, okay, so that's my next question. Does he go, well, but there's none of that? Yeah, there's none of that. Um, it's usually, um, yeah, sounds like it <laughs> sounds it, jealous, it's, it's fine. Oh. but then I don't, I, I do what I want. That's one of the things, Beryl. You only child? No, I'm the eldest of four. That's why I said responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Because you have this really like fuck it type of mentality, which is kind of nice, but I, I just I don't, I don't know how you get away with it. Um, especially you know if you have a family and stuff like that. 
let's see here. Is there any other question I want to ask you? What's on the plate after lockdown? What was once the rest of the world starts to ease up? What's well, they are easing up right now, but what's the plan mm-hmm. here? Where where are you headed next? Thailand, definitely yeah. Thailand. Okay. For international, because I had to cancel this year. It's sad. Local. I miss surfing, so I'm probably gonna hit Balear soon. Yeah. Or alone. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you've not gone out of Asia by yourself, or have you? Sorry, come again. Have you Have you gone out of Asia by yourself? Have you gone to Europe? Not yet. By I want to do that. I want to do that. Okay. Machu Picchu. I want to visit Machu Picchu. So you're gonna go Peru? Okay. But you, mm-hmm. you got you to go to Europe. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Europe, but you got to go to Europe. And going by yourself is, is pretty fucking spectacular as well. Um, oh, I, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I t- definitely, definitely uh, recommend it. All right, Trish, anything else that you want to talk about regarding traveling by yourself before we wrap it up? And again, I enjoyed this conversation. I think there are a lot of people out there who, again, are really excited to, to fucking start traveling once yeah. all of this goes out. So anything you want to bring up, tips? Uh, safety. I mean, safety, I don't think we've talked about. I brought it up that you're. it's kind of dangerous, mm-hmm. I think, but is it really dangerous out there? And have you ever been in a situation where your safety was on the line? Okay, let's talk about that one. Yeah. So number one, what I want to tell everyone, do not second guess yourself. If you continuously ask yourself, if you want it, go for it. Just literally go for it. Don't wait for the perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time. Um, safety. I when I was in Bali, I was in Ubud. There was like my major my, my hint of fear. Usually when I travel, no hint of fear at all. I'm super super excited. Yeah. So um, there was a hint of fear because late yung bus, like for thirty minutes, and iba iba yung direction na pinopoint sa akin ng locals for for the bus station and I had my maleta with me and my hubadera outfit on so I'm like <laughs> fuck shit <laughs> but eventually I got to um I got to um Uluwatu from from Ubud on my own so like okay lang okay na pala okay lang but, but, but what time of the your... night is this oh no it was in the morning okay, actually so, so... pero meron the evening <laughs> ano ano Meron din ako in the evening. Yeah, see, so, Trish, that's what I'm talking about, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wrap my mind around if I would allow my daughter or my sister or something to do this. To go around knowing that there's going to be a moment where in the middle of the night, maybe you had, I don't know if you drink alcohol, but maybe you had a couple of drinks. You're walking around. Who's going to be the muscle to protect you when the world becomes the world? Like, I, I, I'm, I almost... Here's where I'm disagreeing with you. I almost think you're reckless. Mm-hmm. And reckless is fun. Reckless is cute. Reckless is YOLO. Until that one time where mm-hmm. reckless fucks you over. And you get yourself in a situation where, I mean, let's just go real talk, right? You're going to get raped. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get mugged. You're going to get all of these things. Especially if you're drinking. Again, and I don't know if you drink. Somebody's going to slip some shit in your drink. You know, that stuff happens, Trish. If it hasn't happened to you because you've been traveling for two years, wait till you start traveling for six years, eight years. You're, you're, you're still in your 20s, so you're still very much a target. But this time, mm-hmm. you, you went to the wrong place. Or you just met up with the predator 
who is even in the right place. Like there are predators even in the nice places. And then what happens then? Like that's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's my worry. Okay. I get you worry, but I'm so reckless, Guru, in some matter. But um, I always have the number of the police on my phone. I drink a lot when I'm no with shit. Only with uh, oh, I okay, drink okay. Right. when I'm with friends. Hang on, wait. Oh, let me finish. Only when I'm with friends that I trust. Yeah. Now, when I face drunk, I'm going to nila ako. Hindi yung um, friends na there's always some level of consciousness when i drink when i'm traveling it's not i never get my never let myself get wasted yeah, yeah. when i'm alone yeah of course, of course i don't want to take anybody i want i don't want to give anyone the opportunity to do that to me that's why i always shoot them off when someone tries to hit on me yeah <laughs> yeah okay. and how research is life research like Save the number of the police. Know where to find the nearest bouncer if you're at the bar or something. Yeah. yeah. Out when someone tries to touch you. Right. Like vigilant. That's yeah. I agree with you. Safety is everything. So I practice. Hindi lang ako. Hindi lang siya laging na. Hindi ko lang siya laging nakikwento. <laughs> yeah. No. And 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 that's that's good that you do that. And I'm sure, of course, you understand the threats out there. I just think as you mm-hmm. expand a little bit, and I think you are going to expand, diba? If you're keeping it local. Yeah. Local. There's a safety in local. Yeah. The Philippines isn't the safest mm-hmm. country in the world, but when you're from there, it's safe, diba? If you're one of us, it's yeah. safe. You can you can get home. It's not a problem. Most of the time. You start expanding to Malaysia. Malaysia is really safe. Malaysia is incredibly safe. Uh, mm-hmm. Indonesia, well, you're in Bali. So that's also relatively okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now you want to go to Thailand. And then from Thailand, you're going to expand. You're going to go, okay, well, I'm going to go to Cambodia now. I'm going to go to Vietnam. I'm going to go to Peru. And as, as you get, as, as the world starts to, your map starts to kind of get these flags on it, you start getting further and further away from the comfort zone, which is Asia. And then... Mm-hmm you start introducing way more new threats. And I'll tell you, as somebody who's traveled, again, to the ends of the earth by myself, um, yeah. as a guy, it you will find yourself in situations like, holy shit. And it happens to be the further away you get away from from the comfort zone, which is oh. Asia. Um, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. And I suggest pepper spray or something when you're walking around, man. Even a flashlight. I, I, I promote a small flashlight here with a bezeled end, a blinding one, the one that you just tap in your person's eye from a distance, and they're like they're disoriented. And you can either run oh or hit my. them with a bezeled end. It's legal. Mm-hmm. I would I would get one if I were you. Um, I would definitely want one. <laughs> yeah, I think I use the O Light is the name of the brand. O and then L I G H T. Uh, I think the striker. I, I just bought a new one the other month um, that was rechargeable instead of putting new batteries in. But they're blinding, Trish. You you tap that shit on someone's eye. They're 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 out for fifteen seconds, blinded. And you can then either fuck them up or run. Get one. It's a flashlight. You might even need uh, it just walking yeah. around at night anyway. So um, pepper spray, even a small knife. I'd get all of that shit just because, again, the further you start getting away, even Paris, if you start going, hey, I'm going to go to Paris, Paris by myself in April, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. Holy week, beautiful. 
You go there, gorgeous. Best city, awesome. Until you make a turn, you make a turn on the wrong alley, and Paris can get fucking ghetto quickly. And that's, Damn. Yeah, so just, you know, keep it in mind. Yeah. Yes, I will, definitely. Thank you so much. Okay, so the Instagram again is the legit Trish. And uh, it's nice to have spoken to you. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. And I, I hope you inspired you a bunch of new people to, to travel. Thank you. Oh, okay, cool. Keep in touch, yeah? Yes, I will. All right, later. Bye. Thanks, Trish. Bye. Uh, courage, bold, until something happens. And she's 24, right? She doesn't, she's, she, she doesn't sound like she's got all the money in the world because she's trying to be frugal and stuff like that. So the trips are simpler, expected from a 20-year-old on her, on yourself, by yourself. You know, uh, Baler, Burakai, whatever, Shargao. Okay, yeah, you're 24 years old. You can afford that. That, shit's gonna, that, that taste is going to get expensive as she gets a little older and a little bit more successful. And, and, and the Bali is going to start turning into the Maldives. And the Maldives are going to start turning into, you know, Italy. And then, boom, you find yourself in places that are harder to navigate because you're not in your home court advantage, which is Asia. Asia, we're fine, man. We look the part. We're okay. You start going to Italy and you look different. You become more a center of attention more for guys who are like, oh, wow, look at that girl. And, 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 and Trish, is, Trish is cute. There are going to be guys at the moment. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get boom, put it in the drink. Boom, you're out. Raped. Done. Careful, careful, careful. And I don't want to be the alarm. I sound like an alarmist. But I think it's legit. I think it really I think you go to Barcelona, for example, one of the great cities of the world, fucking gorgeous. And you land there, and you are a target immediately when you get to Barcelona. That is no joke. All of you guys who either live in Barcelona, who call the show, or you've visited Barcelona, you know what I'm talking about. You get into Barcelona, you go to La Rambla, you go, you just go right in the middle of the heart of it all. You are fucking target. You're walking target. Easy. Every eye is on you because they're gonna try to steal something from you. And when you're five foot one and she's 95 pounds, more or less. When you're five one, ninety-five pounds in the middle of the night, because Barcelona's a beautiful city and it's and it's lovely in the evening and you walk around, it's great. You're 10 times the target. Now, Spain is safe. Very safe. Fuck you. The criminals are like everywhere in that city. And it's not that they rape you. They're just going to steal your shit. But stealing your shit leaves you with nothing. Then you're now more vulnerable. You need no passport, no bag, no money, no credit card, no whatever. Ooh, tough times. Not here to, again, be the alarmist. I apologize if it comes off that way. It's just... By yourself, Oof, 20, 20 years old, girl, that's kind of scary. Uh, but, but good for her and good for all of you guys. Uh, at least we gave a little bit of balance here. She gave you the good stuff. Let me give you a little bit of the bad stuff. And then go out there and plot your next adventure. We'll take a break when we come back. Oh, no, sorry. That was the last call. Sorry. Uh, we'll wrap it up here tonight. Thanks for hanging out. This episode 52 of Good Times and Mobile Podcast. We'll see you guys again tomorrow for another episode. Have a great rest of your night and a great rest of your week. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast's 
Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.